Yo, everybody, welcome back to another podcast episode here, the nerdiest podcast. What's up? What's going on? How's everybody doing this weekend? And again, I totally failed to do this. I should do this because it's going to backfire pretty bad here. So give me a second. This is the one thing I forget to do. The one thing I forget to do is move this um, to the AT&T hotspot. Because the regular internet is kind of crappy. So if it happens to pause, (laughs) do not fret my pet. I shall return. But I would rather be connected to the AT&T hotspot. Um, Just waiting for it to show up here. Hotspot is on. Should be transmitting a signal, and then in a second, uh, the feed's gonna cut just for a second. Oh, not for a second. But let's just uh, I want the the stream on YouTube and Twitch and uh, Facebook to actually be more clear. So, switching now and joining. be back in remove we're good let me know if you guys can see me and hear me big gib welcome uh welcome on the youtube side appreciate you for being here we got tech for your needs what's going on bro metalhead 555 and recent last year that the pickle six would have a snapdragon 700 series chair where'd you get that info from uh got it from sources that kind of pretty much brought it up so carlos was one of them who told me about it um now, you'd have to ask Carlos where he got that information from. I haven't really looked into it or researched it at all whatsoever. Um, but that should come later on down the road. Kind of pacing myself with this whole Pixel 6 and Pixel Fold thing because we're still we're still in, uh, in March. And I kind of want to start dipping into that right around when the Pixel 5a drops because that's where a lot of things about the Pixel 6 is going to start coming up a lot more. Um, but this is a different um, – well, not really different – I really wish StreamYard would allow um, live streams to go to Instagram as well, because then it would be great to just have it all in one place. But yes, I have an Instagram live set up just right over here right now. So because this is uh, news that I do want to talk to a lot of people about. Sound and video is good now. Awesome. Got to love AT&T. Gene, welcome. Welcome to the live stream. Appreciate you for being here. See, I'm excited. I heard they might also release some new Google Pixel Buds this year, maybe. Uh, that would be good news if they did release another set of Pixel Buds. That would be awesome. Uh, your title, I guess. We're not holding parents accountable anymore. It's Facebook and Google's job to police our kids? No. Don't jump to conclusions before you even hear what's going on. <laughs> no. Always hold parents accountable for what their kids do. They're ultimately the the main filter of how their kids react and how they behave in this world. Mr. Gibb or Miss Gibb. I don't know. Let me know what you are. Uh, but Big Gibb, let me just say, no, don't jump to conclusions just yet. But yes, we are going to talk about what Instagram has added 
which is good on their part, kind of helps, you know, because when you think about social media, right, it's not a safe place. That's obvious. Uh, to anyone who thinks that social media is like 100% safe, you are a damn fool if you think that. It's not. Now, the way I look at it, that's what I'm saying. Oh, I'm a mess. Oh, okay. No, we're not, we're not making, we're not saying that, that parents are not accountable. It's not even that. Let me get through this before, unless you already read the article and you know what I'm about to talk about. Um, but here's the thing, okay? So this recently uh, caught my attention of what Instagram is doing, okay? Instagram is putting in what they feel um, actually would protect uh, the youth on Instagram. And they're disabling the ability for anybody who has an adult profile to just randomly message, you know, a, a minor on Instagram. Now, I'm not saying this is going to be 100% foolproof because obviously I'm going to name some of the things that kind of like goes around this um, because people need to know. Like you can't just rely on Instagram or Facebook or any of them to keep your children safe. You got to be able to be involved in that to make that happen. Um, and with a parent involved and a parent that actually cares, you can be at like 98% safe. But anyway, this is one from Sprouted Wire. Okay, uh, Instagram will prevent adults from sending messages to minors who do not follow them. So if they're not following you on the social platform and you're an adult and the person's a minor, you can't send them a message. So they announced this on Tuesday. Uh, new facilities and security policies for minors. From now on, adults will not be able to send messages to teenagers who do not follow them. While attempting this, users will receive a notification informing them that the direct message, the direct messaging feature is not available. Updates are effective all over the world. The social network claims that the resource uses the age and artificial intelligence stated at the time of registration to infer whether the information is correct or not. According to the application policies, you must have at least 13 years to create an account. What? You must have at least 13 years. To, oh, you got to be at least 13 years, 13 years old to create an account. I hope that's what they're meaning by this. I don't know. They may have just flopped that whole entire sentence. Uh, in conversations between uh, between minors, uh, 18 and adults, uh, Instagram may appear um, message that warns of potentially suspicious behavior. The notification will give you an option to directly block or report account in chats. Uh, two out of three teens will be warned if there's suspicious behavior with an adult and they will be able to stop it. Um, if an adult has suspicious behavior, he may be warned. I like how they just put he. Not they, but just he. <laughs> so I guess all guy, all adult guys are creeps. But anyways, <laughs> he may be warned and may stop it. Um, according to the statement, to identify suspicious behavior, Instagram will consider accounts trying to send uh, or send messages to multiple minors. The company said it would test ways to make it harder for adults who perform this behavior to find minors in the tips for you tool indicating, um, indicating the accounts to follow. Teen users will also be invited and make their profiles private when they sign up. And if they decide to keep their profile public, a message will highlight the benefits of a private account. Uh, three out of uh, three Instagram will encourage minors to make their accounts private. Uh, Instagram will encourage minors to make their, yeah. So this just, so anyways, um, 
Okay, so I get this, you know, because there's 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 creeps on social media. Uh, let's see, left leaning loser website key instead of they. <laughs> oh man, um, yo, what's up, baby Yoda? Welcome in, welcome in. Uh, the software and inside Chrome OS when you open it. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that to the days we speak of the Pixel Six. But okay, so f- first of all. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 nice to see that Instagram is putting stuff in place to kind of stop creeps from targeting minors, right? That, that's actually pretty cool of them to do that, uh, considering you know all the things that we know about today. Okay, so I'm 38 years old. In my generation, we didn't have things like this, such as catfishing and all that kind of crap. We didn't have that. You know, we had the scary ones. You know, literally suspicious-looking van, snatch and grab gone type of scenarios right but today a lot of the creeps are actually using social media they're using technology to to gain from their creepiness and um so instagram's putting in place where if a minor is not following the instagram account user vice versa if they're not friends on instagram you can't message now if you are a grown adult and you are actively messaging different profiles that are under um, the age of 18, you will be flagged by Instagram. They could delete your account. Um, you will get a warning that you're exhibiting suspicious activity, whatever the case may be. Now this just, this right here is just a preventative measure for the creeps that go on Instagram and try to bait young kids but it doesn't actually stop the young kids who are trying to talk to adults because let's face it and let's face the reality of things. There there are some kids out there who just don't listen or they rebel. They rebel against their parents. They rebel against their mom and dad. You know, they rebel against um, their older siblings. You know, this is where like, uh, like I was just having that brief little conversation with Gibb in the beginning that I still hold parents accountable for all of all actions and behaviors that kids do online. Um, it is a parent's responsibility to know what their kids are doing online. That you can't be oblivious and think that Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat and all these other social platforms have things in place to uh, protect your child so much that as if that you don't even have to pry into their life. First of all, I don't even feel like that it's prying into anybody's life when you're a parent and you want to know what your child's doing online. To me, that anyone who feels like, yeah, you should give your kids the privacy. Honestly, I'm going to say this right now. I may offend some people, but sorry, not sorry. But if you feel like that your kids deserve full privacy where you have no idea what they're doing, you are a damn fool. You're a damn fool. Take some parental classes. Yo, what's up, Mill Hustles? Uh, reason why I say that is because, um, yes, I was a teenager once, okay? So I'm not oblivious to that fact. I remember the days of where I wanted my dad to stay the hell out of my life type of thing. You know, I had that stupid chip on my shoulder, thought I knew the fucking world, and I didn't, you know? Um, luckily, I didn't make super poor decisions. A lot of my poor decisions was just based on, you know, fighting and stuff like that. But, you know, looking at all the things that my dad, you know, was doing, um wanting to know where I was. I mean, he even went so far as, as to, 
you know, in order for me to have somewhat of a freedom to go hang out with my friends, I had to carry a pager or a beeper and he would page when he paged. I had 15 minutes to call him back. If I didn't call him back, we had a problem. Um, and of course there was no excuses because I also had a cell phone. <laughs> and back then being, you know, at my age, you know, having a cell phone was like the grandest thing in the world. You know what I mean? So the, he already knew I wasn't going to reject getting a cell phone and a pager, you know what I mean? Trying to look cool or whatever. But that was a little things that me and my dad had set up. So where he knew where I was, he knew what I was doing. And if emergencies, I can call for help. Um, he never gave privacy. He had to know what I was doing all the time. And for a very good reason, you know, um, the same predators that we have today existed back then just different methods of how, how they're going about it. Um, so parents who don't have passwords to their kids' social accounts, not a good move. I honestly feel like that a parent should have the passwords to all their kids' social accounts. And what I like to do is I like to randomly um, sign into their accounts because if the password changed, the phone comes to me. The laptop comes to me. The tablets come to me. Everything with internet access comes to me until that password is given. And then when the password is given, the account is deleted. That is my rule in my household. You will not have a social platform without me having access to it at any given time. Uh, First of all, none of my kids are going to have a Snapchat. You know, even though I know that Snapchat does kind of uh, back up a lot of these chats between people. You know, for uh, purposes. What up, Snee? What's going on? Um, yeah, my kids will not have a Snapchat. No way in hell. Gene, thank you so much for the super chat. I really appreciate that. Miss Gibb, thank you for the super chat as well. I really appreciate that too. Thank you very much on that. Um, yeah, that that's just my thing. Plus, two. You know, my kids are young, except for except for my teenage boys. You know what I mean? I'm I have two girls. You know, I'm not gonna tell you guys their age, but they are young. Um, I have three sons. One of them is my youngest. The other two are teenagers. So I have them across the board. Okay. I'm not dealing with just young ones and waiting until I get to the older ones. Like, no, I have them across the board. I pretty much have, you know, the uh, New Orleans Saints football team under my household, basically. I mean, I don't feel bad. My sister has more kids than I do. So technically, we could do a family football thing. But protecting your kids is a is a parent responsibility. It will always fall on the parent. It doesn't matter if you want to be your child's best friend rather than their parent. It still falls on you. The behaviors and the actions of what the child does reflects you. And if they do something major, you as a parent are held accountable. I mean, like literally held accountable, you know? Take take for instance, like something that people don't really think about when your kids miss a lot of school, right? They decide to cut school. Sure, the kid gets punished by it by the school administration, but the parent also gets punished by the state. In some states, they do actually find the parents when the child has more than um, than so many days absent. That happens. Why? Because you're the parent. Being a parent, the sole job of a parent is to guide their child through life so that when they become an adult, they know things about the world Some they're going to have to experience on their own, but most of the things they will know. And also they will have better decision-making skills 
being able to think for themselves and being able to, you know, maneuver through this crazy world we call life. It is our job as parents to guide them, to show them right from wrong. Those will never be excused from a parent. Uh, let me get to the chat here real quick. Gene says, my sister has all her kids' internet passwords and her daughter's cell phone has a four-digit code and she puts it in her phone and has to use it to use a phone. Yes, you should always have access to any of your kids. Uh, even a Nintendo Switch, you need to have access to that. You got to put parental locks on video game platforms too as well. Uh, what has Instagram added? So what they have added, um, and, and welcome here, Riverdale. So what they have added is, is that um, if you have an adult profile on Instagram and you try to message somebody who's under the age of 18 that is not following you, Okay, so like if it's like your niece or nephew, of course, you're following each other, you'll be able to message them. But if it is a total random minor, you will not be able to message them. You will if you try, if you try to personal DM them, if you try to do that. First of all, Instagram will flag you. You will get notified that you that what you're attempting to do is not permitted. And if you continuously keep doing it, you get flagged on Instagram as a suspicious account. They will watch closely. Hopefully they got people watching. Okay, because you're still depending on people at a company to monitor this stuff. Um, one thing I would have added to Instagram, honestly, I feel like that, you know what? And like some kids will hate me for this, but I feel like that. I think for, for, for someone under the age of 18 to have an Instagram account, they should have a parent that is on Instagram and then their accounts be attached to the parent's Instagram account. So if some creep tries to message their kid, not only will that creep get a message that, hey, you're not allowed to do this on Instagram. You as an adult are not allowed to talk to a minor. But then the parental Instagram account gets a notification of the profile that attempted to contact their child. Leaving a breadcrumb so a parent has things in case the worst case scenario happens, they can respond and react quickly. I mean, that is the main thing when it comes to this type of stuff, to these creeps. You want to be able to react fast. What was it? They said that when a person goes mi missing, you got a 48 hour window to find some sort of breadcrumb trail and follow it. If not, the trail goes cold. That person's lost. You are lucky if you even find them months later. Um, and so I think that's something that Instagram should also implement too as well. I know kids are going to probably be pissed off and be like, I don't want to have an Instagram account attached to my parents' accounts. But hey, you know what? It's for your own damn good, kids. Listen up here. <laughs> for, for those who are under the age of 18, it's for your own damn good. Trust me. Now, I know there's workarounds and kids ain't stupid. All right. One of the things that, you know, um, that I, I think takes, you know, like that some parents need to catch on to if you don't know this already, is that your kids are smart. Children are smart. They're very quick. They're quick on their feet. They're very resourceful. And I know there could be a kid out there who tries to create a social account and uses a fake birth date to make them 22, 23, 25 years old to bypass a lot of that stuff. Okay. This is where it goes back to you being involved in what your kids do. Now I'm not saying you have to be a militant, you know, commander who's like, you know, all on it, you know, cracking that, that whip and everything like that. But, you know what, when you pay attention to your kids, and I mean like really pay attention to your kids, spend time with your kids, do things with your kids, teach them things, you know what I mean? When you create that that close bond, you don't have to try to become your child's best friend for your child to open up to you. 
because they'll already have that bond between y'all. Y'all will already be on that level where they can openly come to you. You know, while you do want to instill a minor little bit of fear that if they mess up, it's going to be royally bad for them. You don't want to fully make them afraid of you to where they're going to hide everything. You know, let's catch up with these chats here. Uh, hang on here. Pretty active today. Um, what website did you read this article off of? So um, the website is sproutwired, well, sproutwired.com, but it's on other various ones like C, like uh, CBS, CNN, and all those other you know major ones. But I, I read this one on Sproutwired, and then I referenced it to like multiple different um, uh, news outlets. Coffee says, once again, I find this overprotective things uh, paranoidly crazy. But Coffee, you live in a different country that probably plays by different rules. You know, so like what happens there in your country, very different here. Of course, we know this because you and I have had these debates before on Hangouts. We our cultures are, are different and the way that people behave are different. So here I'm for the overprotective things because, you know, I have kids. The biggest fear that I have and I'm going to share this with you guys. You guys know I'm transparent with you all. The biggest fear that I have is one of my kids suffering, okay? And that, that, that could mean anything. That could be a snatch and grab, traffic, sold out to another country. I couldn't bear to think what my child is thinking in their head, how frightened they would be, how alone they would feel, and how much pain they would be feeling. I, I would never want that for, for anybody's kid to go through anything like that, much less I don't want that to ever happen to mine. So, yeah, I'm a bit overprotective. If you guys want to know how I am with my kids, my kids don't leave my side, okay? When they are home, they are home, house locked up, right? I'm a little bit overparanoid. I have old, old mobile phones set up as, as, web, as like vid cams so I can see what's going on in every room of my house. If I see my kids you know, along with their uncle, their uncle watches them, but I can see what goes on everywhere. Uh, when I leave, let's say I go to Walmart, like I live streamed the other day on Periscope that, you know, I took my kids to go spoil them and buy them, you know, some new toys and some stuff like that. They don't, they don't leave my side or their mom's side. Like they can't go to me and be like, dad, I want to go to electronics. And then they go to electronics by themselves. No, that ain't happening. They're not going to tell me I want to go check out a toy you know, dad, while you're over here in electronics and the toy section is just right next to electronics, it's still not good that I would let them go. Yes. Um, Quickly. I'm, 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 um, I'm done with school. So I just told Miss Reed I'm going to the class, the class tomorrow. Okay. What'd she say? She said, okay, she will see me there. Okay. Will be I'll check. I'll check class dojo. I love class dojo because I can interact with their teachers. But um, I was like, some, some of these chats here. Wow, there's a lot of chats coming in. Uh, let's see. Uh, wait, but you can't, uh, can't you just lie about yours? Yeah, you know, you made up a good point. Parents can't control these kids. Um, parents can. It's just so, okay, Here, here's where the debate happens here today, right? Because, you know, you as a parent, want to do all that you can to protect your kids. And I'm sorry to say this and people may disagree with me, but discipline is a very big, important part of, you know, parenting, right? As much as you want to teach your kids too, there has to be some form of discipline involved. 
or your kids will just step all over you. And yes, there are people out there who are sticking ahead and have gone a lot further beyond what anyone would consider to be, you know, reasonable discipline, which is the reason why that we have government step in and try to tell us how to raise our kids. But if you look at today versus years ago, okay? So like some people ask me, am I okay with corporal punishment? To a degree, I am. To a degree, okay? Um, you look at today where corporal punishment is not allowed and you got kids in high school that's back talking their teachers and trying to get, you know, internet famous by acting a fool and even assaulting their own teachers. You got kids today that's just doing downright ridiculous things for whatever apparent reason. Now you look back back in the day where corporal punishment was allowed and you see what the kids are doing. So like a lot of kids today will look at something like say like the movie, um, what's that movie called? It's one of my favorite movies, but I off the top of the head. Um, uh, it was a great movie too. It was based off, uh, well, it was based off in a town in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma where what the hell? Um, the outsiders, right? The, the Soch, the Soches versus the greasers, the socials versus greasers, right? Rich kids versus the poor neighborhood kids. Um, but you look at the things that they did back then, right? And like today's youth would look at that and think that, oh, that, that was just corny as hell, right? Carrying a, a switchblade in your pocket is corny. You know, um, fist fighting like that is corny. Like the stuff that they did that, you know, that movie represented them being rebels was corny to today's generation, right? Because well, back then, to a degree, was a lot stricter than what is happening now. So like today... It's against the law for for corporal punishment to happen in home, right? You're not allowed to spank your kids. We get it. Certain states forbid it. But does that really stop parents from in-home doing it? No, it doesn't. But it's a a delicate balance of things that you have to take into play being a parent. You have to have discipline, okay? Sometimes sometimes I don't want to be strict. Sometimes it breaks my heart to, you know, to, uh, you know, have to do some sort of punishment because my kids didn't do their chores. You know what I mean? Because they're given chores to earn money so that way they can use that money to go buy things, right? So what I do here on YouTube, yes, I've told everybody, what I get from these YouTube live streams, the monetization and everything like that, it goes to my kids, but I don't just give it to them. They have to earn it. So they do their chores and stuff. Now, do I fly off the wall with them when they miss their chores? No, but I got to punish them. Do I ground them off their phones, off their video games and things like that? Yes, I do. And, and it hurts because, you know, I don't want to see my kids, you know, be sad, but I have to do it. You see, there's a balance of discipline and also teaching. You don't discipline without teaching. You know, if, you, if you're if you going to set punishments, you have to make sure they understand why they're being punished. You know? But anyways, we're kind of going a little around. But back to the internet safety thing. You as a parent, you have to be on top of things that your kids do. You just got to know. You know, this is why one of the oldest businesses is still thriving and kicking today. And it's one that my older sister is combating in Hawaii. And, um, you know, I still follow and I still check up with them to see how things is progressing. And that is uh, trafficking, human trafficking, but not just adults, kids. You get what I'm saying? Um, let's see. Uh, hope underage uh, 
18 entrepreneurs on Instagram don't feel it too hard. Uh, many great content creators, artists, etc., that are on Instagram and make a living legally are under 18. Right. But again, I mean, you know, those things are put in place for, for a pretty good reason. Now, I don't know how these rules are going to apply because on Instagram, you have you have different things. Hey, my, my lady's on Instagram watching. <laughs> but like on Instagram, you have different things. You have a basic account. You can switch it, you know, to like a creator account and you can switch it to a business account. So I don't know if these same rules applies if like you're a creator account or a business account. Will that still prevent, you know, an adult messaging a minor or a minor messaging an adult? Um, that I have to look more into. But I know just for basic accounts, if you're over the age of 18, you can't message somebody under the age of uh, 18 unless you're already following each other on Instagram. But if it's like a total random stranger, they're not going to be able to message your kids. Of course, I gave my idea what they could do to the extent of that. Um, uh, what about them making a fake account trying to, to... Yeah, exactly. That's the other thing too. So like I said, that's why I said like this is not foolproof. This is not where a parent can say, oh, okay, Instagram's starting to do this now. So you know what? Go ahead. Go nuts. You know, my little one, go nuts on Instagram. Like, no. You don't back away from the things you already may have in place to protect your kids online, okay? These things are implemented here to assist parents. It's not to replace parents. That's the key thing. Um, let's see. Coffee says, uh, I don't know about that, but I do uh, I do know what uh, Insta is used all over the planet. So... All of this USA rules are affecting all of the planet. <laughs> well, I mean, Instagram is home-based here in the U.S., so what they implement with their social platform is, is going to affect the world worldwide. It's just like if there was a company that developed a social media platform, say, in your country, and then they cater to um, specifics that happen in your country, the rest of the world is going to feel it. That's how it works. You know, of course... There's the, there's the other thing, too, where, like, if you don't like the rules of Instagram, you don't have to be there. Okay? Social media doesn't mean that you have to be on it. <laughs> All right, my babe said she got to go. All right, babe. She's, she's, working a, she's working a double shift today, man. I feel so bad for her. Um, but, yeah, I, you know, I, I follow what you're saying, Coffee. I understand what you mean by this. You know what I mean? That it's affecting you guys and whatever, whatnot. But here's the thing about that. It shouldn't really be that big of an effect because if it's somebody that you know, if you as an adult know who this minor is and that minor knows who you are, you guys would already be following each other, each other's profiles. You get what I'm saying? I know that people are going to bring up different things like, oh, yeah, but kids can use this to to um, ignore their parents by unfollowing their parents and the parents can't message them or whatever. And again, it still falls back on the parent. If your child does something stupid like that, you take their phone away. You take their Internet access away. It will always come back to the parent. The parent or parents is the main source of protecting a child online and to making sure that creeps who use methods like catfishing or baiting do not get a hold of your kids. Simple as that. Parents, it's simple as that down to you. You've got to be in it with your kids. You've got to be on top of it. You've got to be close with it. Okay. 
build real relationships with your kids. One of the biggest things I see a lot of today is parents spending more time on social media platforms and actually making um, bonds with their own kids. And so they put these things like phones and tablets in their kids' hands as a replacement to entertain. Kids, especially young ones, their minds are like sponges. They want to absorb everything. So they're, they're very inquisitive. They ask a lot of questions. This is the perfect time for you to actually talk to your kids about certain things. Sure, you don't want to go into the aspects of the birds and the bees and stuff like that because they're not ready for that yet. But you do want to, you know, talk to them so they understand certain things. Like my daughters have already had the talk with me. I've already talked to them about about you know their places on them that's only for them and that nobody else should put their hands at that there's a there's a way to tell the difference between an accidental bump and a purpose uh, uh you know a purposed grab you know and that they should never be afraid to tell me if someone does that they need to tell me you know my daughters and I have that had open discussion my oldest daughter has open discussion because she's already going through changes which I'm already starting to freak out about being a dad, you know, she was, you know, she was my, she's my first born girl. And so she's already starting to go through development changes and I'm fucking scared shitless because I already know I was a teenage boy once. So I know what goes on. And, but then you also have to think there's creeps out there too, that are attracted to that for some reason, they don't go and get help. They just enact on those impulses, which is not right. There's even groups today that's trying to normalize you know, grown adults being attracted to minors. You know, I've seen it. I've seen posts about it on Facebook where people try to like, you know, give a different name to it when the only name they should be known by is sick and twisted. Simple as that. Um, so I don't know happened to my comment, but I can relate to your fears. I had the fear for my son, but even more for my daughter. I have cameras in my home as well and other toys. Exactly. You just, you can't fuck around with home safety. You know what I mean? I'm not going to say exactly how I run my home system because I don't need nobody to know how that happens. But let's just say that it's there. It's there and there ain't a blind spot. Thank God for, you know, for, for technology today on that part. Um, TJ says Instagram is cool and everything, but just don't, just don't go down the rabbit's hole. Yes. You know, you, you have, you know, and, and this is for your kids too, you know, cause one of the, like, okay. So, you know, I'm, I'm my daughter, my daughter thinks she's in, she, she's internet famous. Okay. Just because she has a YouTube channel. She had a YouTube channel where it was like a deal between me and her. She does her chores without being told she does her homework on time. You know, she listens to the rules of the house and then I would allow her you know, to uh, gameplay like Minecraft or or Fortnite on her channel. As you guys can see, if you go to her YouTube channel, there hasn't been a post in a long time. That's because, one, when she does follow the rules, she totally forgets she has this channel, so she does nothing with it, which I'm okay with. Um, and then there were times that she wanted to live stream, but she was already grounded. So, and the reason why that she doesn't, stay on top of YouTube, even though, you know, she has her dad and she knows what her dad does. She knows I live stream on YouTube and stuff like that. But the reason why it doesn't hit her to do a live stream herself when she is, uh, when she's earned it is because I don't let these types of things consume my kids' lives. Majority of all things they have to do is play, be a child and play. They have toys, 
They have books to read. And I'm not talking about tablets to read ebooks, but they have like physical hard copy books and they take good care of their books because I also tell them too, like these things are going to be worth something down the road. And you may want to pass it on to your kids who will pass it on to their kids, which would be your grandkids. And yeah, you just want to keep this in, in the best condition as possible. And so they have their books that they like to read. They have their stuff that, you know, they save up, you know, they collect Pokemon cards. They play, um, hell, just the other day, I bought two of the Fortnite pickaxes at, at, um, was it at Walmart in the toy section and bought it for, for both my young ones. So they're running around pretending to be in Fortnite. So rather than playing the video game Fortnite, they're really being, they're, they're doing it in the house, you know, like, like Fortnite. And I'm cool with that. You know, I don't want my kids to be consumed by the digital world and, you know, develop what's what I call the digital straw man. Um, and then thrive off being that. But going back to what I was trying to be like internet famous and stuff like that. You know, so when, when I live stream, you know, she she tries to like pop in on my live stream. And when she does, she puts on this facade, you know, you, you know, that fake acting stuff and everything like that. And sometimes I catch her like narrating her life, <laughs> you know, like she's blogging and stuff like that, you know, but she and I had to talk. We had to talk about online. We had to talk about what happens on the internet. Um, she knows not, not to communicate with a lot of people. She's perfectly okay with me monitoring everything that they do. Right. So they have that, you know, family link thing with Google. She's totally cool with that, you know, and that's great. Cause I don't want her to rebel and try to find a way to, you know, try to take that off her phone or whatever, whatnot. Cause that's just going to make my job just a bit harder and also make me have to be just a bit stricter. So we gel, you know what I mean? She knows I got my rules and regulations. She'll follow them. Not because she fears me in it. She's afraid of me being mad, but it's not that she fears me. You know, she gets it. And this is what I'm talking about where parents have to have that kind of relationship with their kids and talk with their kids and bond with their kids. Do things. Not, not, not just the cliche things of like fishing, like go take them fishing or go take them hunting, you know, I mean, unless that's what you really enjoy doing. Because one thing that that's, you know, pretty obvious about kids is that kids will be interested in what they see their parents do. So if dad likes to go hunting, of course, the child's going to get interested in hunting. If dad likes to fix cars, child's going to be interested in cars. If dad likes to play video games, child's going to be in, involved in video games. That, that's just, that's just it. And instead of like, you know, doing the, doing the thing of like, don't bug me right now. Dad's busy or don't bug me right now. Mom's busy. You know what? Let your child be a part of it. As long as it's, you know, safe for them, let them be a part of it and talk to them about it. You know, that's where you get, that's where you get to build the bond where talking to your kid doesn't seem like it's so extreme or so hard to do. You know, you just got to have those bonds. Riverdale says, uh, these rules are pathetic and won't change much whatsoever. Yeah, it's not a giant change, but, you know, where the real security comes in for kids is parents. And that's why, like, I'm still, like, that's that's what this live stream is really going on. It's talking about what Instagram's doing, and I think it's cool what they're doing. I think that helps to a degree. It still falls on the parents, the parents to actually be involved in their kids' lives and know what their kids are doing and not just throw them technology and say, here, this is your new... um your new stand-in parent slash babysitter so I can stay on Facebook, you know, trying to do whatever you do on Facebook or Snapchat or whatever, you know what I mean? Or TikTok. <laughs> Nowadays, internet things is business no matter what it is. Yeah, it is. 
you, you can pretty much make money online pretty much all day. You know, I mean, you can do that with, with just investing in cryptocurrency. A lot of these child stars have horror stories of the producers or the behind scenes stories. Exactly, TJ. Yeah. You, you hit a spot that I wanted to have brought up in here. You know what I mean? Internet famous is not always great. You know, you, you, you see uh, like, like access Hollywood, um, you know, uh, biographies on child stars and stuff like that. And some of them have gone through some pretty extreme things, you know, the industry with like movies and stuff like that, or even music has also done hurtful things to child stars. You know, this is the reason why, like, to be honest, I am one of them dads. That's like, if someone was like, Hey, you know, your daughter, she has a great voice. Have you ever thought about her being a singer? No, she can pursue that when she's over 18. Under my roof right now, no. I, you know, even if the person would try to convince me, man, she could blow up and become a millionaire in a year's time. A million dollars is not worth my child's mental health and physical health. There's no price that could ever sway me to 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 back off on my beliefs on that, because there there are child stars that have been assaulted or have been groomed or or you know have been coerced. You know what I mean? You, you, it's, it's, it's like, it's like giving them a drug, you know, you give them fame and fortune and then you remind them how all this could be taken away unless they want to do something to keep that. And that happens in Hollywood that happens in the music industry because creeps are not just on social platforms hunting for prey. They're everywhere. One of the things I saw this morning that kind of inspired me to talk about this, I was watching because I was like, you know, I'm on TikTok now and I'm having fun with that. But um, I came across a TikTok where a guy confronted a predator in a Target. And so I clicked on the profile to see what else kind of, you know, little, I call them uh, ADHD videos. <laughs> you know, get it, ADHD. <laughs> but anyways, um, they had a lot of videos. And what they were doing is they would pose as minors on various different chat sites they would um link up with you know these 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 predators and they would set a time and place and then they would confront them kind of like those you know like 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 the what's it the the um what's that guy's name whoever knows his name just type it in <laughs> but like they, they used to show it on tv i think they still show it on tv um dateline or something like that uh, i forgot the guy's name chris something uh, would do these sting operations. This TikTok channel kind of does the same thing. I mean, they don't have cops ready to arrest the person after they confront the person and and talk with them, but um, they do confront these guys and they have chat logs and you know they make it to to seem kind of funny when the person that they busted for trying to meet a minor threatens to call the cops. And then when that person does call the cops and the cop shows up because he said, no, this guy's harassing me in the store. He's filming me. He's following me. Then they whip out the chat logs to the cop where that person gets arrested, you know? So not only do they confront the person and put their face on the internet worldwide to show people like, Hey, this person came to meet a 15 year old or 14 year old. Um, but they also put the pressure on enough to where the person thinks that that person can't record them. So they call the police. And when the police shows up, here's the chat logs. This is what we do. And plus two, they also make it known in their TikToks that like the local police knows what they're doing, you know? So um, to catch a predator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that one. That's probably you know that's probably one of the shows. That shows that I watch. I watch it not because I find entertainment out of it. I watch it because I listen to what these creeps say to pick up on certain things that they might you know that that people be doing out there. So it gives me a better footing to protect my kids. Same thing with these TikToks that's going on right now, um, talking about you know like confronting all these predators and stuff like that. And you hear like the certain things that they do and. You know, also you see their faces too. So, I mean, you know, if they ever do like an episode in your city, you see that face, screenshot it, make a mental memory of it. If you see that person in public, you know, don't, don't let them around your kids. Don't let them see your kids. That's just me. Call me overprotective. I'd rather be overprotective and know that all my kids made it to 18 and gone off to college and then had a life for themselves. When they're over 18 and things happen between you know, them being over 18 years old to the day they pass, that's on them. I'll still be there for them to call me and get advice from, but that's where my cutoff point is as far as they have to do what I say because they're grown adults. They're going to do their thing. Would I like for them to take my advice? Hell yeah. Would I like for them to call me for advice? You bet your bottom dollar. Will I still offer them advice if they post things on social media that I'm alarmed about? Yeah, I'll probably hit him with a DM to say, hey, call dad. You know, you sound sad. What's going on? But parenting doesn't stop when they are 18. It just shifts a little bit. It just takes a different route and a different set of skills to, um, you know, still have that that parental relationship to your child. Uh, Riverdale says Chris Hansen. Yeah, yes, yes, Chris Hansen. Uh, one of my friends in the industry for quite some time, and she's told me stories where the producer would tell her to do nasty or things that she shouldn't have done. Yeah, no, I know, I know where you're going with that, TJ. Yes, it, that exists. That exists in that world. It exists everywhere. It exists at McDonald's. Okay, <laughs> it it does happen. It does happen at McDonald's. It does happen at Burger King. You know what I mean? Because I mean, those, those are like those are those are the the entry workforce jobs, you know. What I mean, so like you know, there's adults that work there. There's also you know kids who who are at the age of them legally being able to work tend to get those ty- those kind of jobs to start knowing what it's like to earn money. Which I don't think those types of jobs is where you should start. You should start teaching your kids how to earn money when they're young, so that way when they get older they don't spend their money on dumb shit. Um then they know the value of money and they, they know how to save and they know how to budget and all that other stuff. You know what I mean? That's just me. You know what I mean? I'm not the perfect parent. I just do the best that I can. And um, if it's something that I know is within my power to do, I'll do it. You know, I can't control other kids out there, but I can, I can know what minds are doing. I don't have to control minds because it's not a control things with my kids. They're already open with me with the things that they think about and the things that they do. I'm not a fool to think that that's always going to be. I know hormonal changes spawns, you know, different ways of thinking. And I know there are things that my daughter is eventually going to feel like that she can't come to me about. That's why she has her mom. That's why her and her mom have a good relationship just as me and her do. I'm okay with that. I don't, I'm, I'm not a prideful parent where I think that my child always has to come to just me for help. I'm, I'll be so ecstatically happy if, you know, because the bond that she has with her mom means that she's open to her mom about a lot of things that she can't be open to me about because I'd be okay with it because at least we're knowing what's going on with her. 
got to keep that window open. And it doesn't matter who's standing at the window looking out as long as there's somebody standing there looking out. That's all that matters. So before I close out this live stream, several tips for the parents out there. Okay. Of all this talking stuff, several tips that I'll give right now. One, have all the passwords to your child's social platforms. It doesn't matter if it's even Nintendo online. You better have a password to that. Okay. And if you, if they change the password, immediately take away. All right. That's one. Two, control internet access. This router in this house, I have the app to it. I disable everything at night. Everything, all their phones, all their tablets, all the Nintendo Switches, all that gets disabled. Smart TV gets disabled. Everything gets disabled. Not only that way that they go to bed on time, but in that way, I know with a peace of mind, they're not accessing anything else. Except for the girls, though. They have to give me their phones at night because they actually have a full-fledged mobile line. So even if I was to disable the Wi-Fi, yeah, they still get they still get LTE data. So phones come with me. But you know, get into that. Create if you if you have internet service providers that allows you to create profiles, create profiles and lump them together. Games, game consoles, lump together. You know, TVs in a house, lump together. Smartphones in a house, lump together. Computers in a house, lump them together. And you can just easily disable everything just by one click just by disabling an entire profile. Okay. Um, talk with your kids regularly. Don't sit that don't sit them down and make it awkward, but do something with them and have have dialogue. Always talk to your kids. Don't break your concentration with your kids. Uh not concentration, but your Ability to communicate, communication, not concentration, communication with your kids. Do not break that, okay? And stop being pushover parents, okay? Discipline is an important part of growing up because they got to understand that for every action, there's a reaction. And for everything they do, there's a consequence to it. And they have to learn that, okay? Do not be afraid to be on top of everything that your kids do. Privacy is not something that they must have. You can create the illusion that they have privacy because you don't have to go to your kids and say, hey, I know that you did a cosplay dress up on Instagram to look like this person to make fun of them and also to let them know that you're watching. You don't need to do that, but you could watch and stay silent and watch okay but don't feel like that oh well you know my child needs privacy no 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 when when they get out of your house when they go to college when they get a job and they're paying for their own apartment or house they get all the privacy they want there but in your home there's no such thing as privacy to that extent the only privacy they get is when they go and they take a shower or they drop a deuce or they make shishi which is number one, and that's the only privacy they're really going to get. When they change clothes in their room, that's the privacy that they're going to get. But when it comes to social media, there's no such thing as privacy. When there's like going outside and going to the mall, there's no such thing as privacy. You know, I don't mind being the dad that walks five feet behind his kids at the mall when they're with their friends, but I am going to be there type of thing. I will be there with my eye on my kid because there are creeps. 
All right. Um, be involved in your local community watches. That's another tip I'm going to give parents. Be involved in community watches because community watch groups give bulletins as to things that's going on. And if they've noticed that houses had had peeping toms or awkward vehicles parked outside of homes, you want to be in the know of that. If there's social media groups because everything likes to be digitalized today, join them and, and keep tabs on those types of things. Um, you know, unless they, they meet in person, then go to a meeting. You know, be involved with your child's school, with their teachers, with the office administrators, with the principal. Be involved with them. When they have school meetings, don't be like, well, it's not really about my kids' grades, so we can stay home tonight. No, go. Go to every one of them. At least you're involved and you know what's going on within the community and the school community. Be involved in that. Um. Let's see. When it comes to social media, that's all that is about is making fun of people or and putting them down or anything like that without the criticism, though. Yeah. Random question. Do your do your kids uh, new friends ever assume you're the big brother when you first meet them? Um, so to kind of let you guys in on something like my kids, they don't really have much of friends. Then they have their classmates at school. And I don't know how their classmates or what their classmates think of me because my, my my daughters haven't really told me anything, but they're kind of reserved. They kind of like really stick to themselves. I mean, my daughters, since they're close in age, uh, on lunchtime, they norm- they normally play together. They have their classmates that are acquaintances to them, but they don't really like, they don't really go to anyone's house or they don't really go outside on their own. You know, I'm very protective like that. That's probably my fault. I mean, they do have social skills. You know, some of my wife's friends' kids are friends with my kids, but they already know who I am, so they, they don't mistake me for their their big brother. Um, but that could happen, and I can see that because uh, you know there, there's people that I know of that don't even look like they're around my age, <laughs> but they are. You know, um, I'm not trying to hype myself up, but there's people that tell me that I don't look like I'm close to forty, even though I am forty, you know, almost forty years old. I'm like a, like a year and, and, and a couple of months away from being 40. You see my streams and I don't look much older than them. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I get that. Um, but yeah, no, no, none of them has ever mistaken me for their big brother or something like that. Um, I don't know. It's genetics. I mean, you know, um, my dad always told me this because my dad's Puerto Rican and he's got that deep voice. And then I was always, oh, that's always asked my dad, like, dad, how, how come I don't have a deep voice like you? You know, like I try to emphasize it, like, dad, how come I don't have a deep voice like you? You know, like I tried to do some dumb shit like that. And my dad would be like, well, that's because that's your Asian side. <laughs> that's why you, that's what you would tell me because I am half Asian. My mom's from Thailand. Um, so, I mean, hey, that's why I can't even grow like a really thick full beard. You know, it's always going to look like Confucius spread out. And, and thin because of my Asian sides. I don't know. I have a very light voice. My, my younger brother has a very light voice. My younger brother can fool people on the internet. <laughs> he can really pass for a kid. He's not a creep. Don't start lumping him there in, in there with that. You know, my, my, my younger brother's cool as hell, but uh, he's got a very light voice. So yeah, both me and my brother, we, we can pass to be uh, pretty young. Hey, what's up, sis? I got my sis now on the gram. Um, 
so yeah, none of none of my kids' friends ever mistaken me for their big brother or anything like that. But yeah, I'm almost forty. I'm close to there. I will. I will give the love to the kids. Yeah. So, anyways, um, yeah, that's pretty much it for for today's podcast. Um, I thank everyone on the YouTube side, Twitch, and Facebook for popping in. I thank those that popped in on the Instagram side, simulcasting to different platforms is fun. Getting the message out. But anyways, just just know that now. It doesn't replace you being a parent, but it is a tool to help parents out now. So on the gram, if an adult attempts to try and personally chat with a minor, they won't be able to unless they are already friends with each other's accounts. So some parents, it's good to know that now. Now, hopefully, because I do write these feedbacks to uh, to these social platforms, hopefully Instagram will actually just implement that. In my opinion, they should. Um implement where you know a minor's instagram account has to be attached to a parent's instagram account that way parents can get notified when like some creep tries to message their kid privately on gram you know besides that creep being told hey you know you can't can't message this person they're under the age you know also notify the parent too of the profile that's trying of course that doesn't alleviate all the problems so the number one fail safe to protect your kids from freaking creeps out there is just you being an actual parent being involved, staying involved with your kids, knowing what they're going through, communication with them, and always knowing where they are. Simple as that. And utilizing tools like Family Link on the Google side or even using parental controls on iOS, those things help too. Don't be afraid to do that. You don't have to make it seem so bad. You know, I put it in context for my kids that I want to know where they are so I know that they're safe. Simple as that. They're cool with it. I can track them wherever they go. I put I put perimeters around them when they cross certain streets um i get notified so i know when they're outside of what i call the zone so there's a home zone there's their you know their thea's house and her zone and if they were to cross a certain street i get notified verizon actually has stuff like that you gotta check with verizon to see what else kind of uh you know protection they have for for family plans really cool stuff really cool stuff that they have Anyways, you guys take it easy. I love you guys very much. I'll see you guys tomorrow with another episode. Um, If it's your first time in, what the hell are you waiting for? Hit that subscribe button. Also, the bell icon to be notified when I do go live. That way you won't miss an entire episode. You guys want to follow me on the gram? All of it is in the description. So, yeah, check me out on there. Y'all take it easy. Those on the gram, love you guys. Take it easy. I'm out on the gram. And then I am also out on here, too. See you guys tomorrow. Be safe. Be cool. Look out for each other. And research, research, research. Peace.